Okay. okay. That's better. Woohoo. I'm told I don't really need these things anyway. So we're going to be bouncing out of Matthew 13 today. So question, who's looking forward to Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Who has their Christmas tree up already? Anyone? Some have their Christmas tree up already. That's amazing. That is keen. You know, we, uh, we have our Christmas tree up already. In fact, I brought it to you for you to see today. This is our Christmas tree. Hang on. It, it gets better. There we go. Uh, that's my wife's creativity there. So true story, and that's my homage to green, because I don't have any green clothing. No. No, we won't. But when, when we had a full-size tree, we don't have room in our house anymore. We've got too many people and animals and furniture and stuff. Um, when we had a full-size tree, we did put our presents under the tree, which was great. really enjoy seeing the amount of presents grow and wondering how many are for me and how expensive they are. No, not really. But, you know... Love, love seeing the presents at Christmas. But you know what the worst part of having the uh, presents under the tree is? Anyway, waiting. It's like Christmas, you're seeing all the presents grow. Christmas is taking so long. We have four weeks left until Christmas still. Yeah. I just thought that was a long time. You obviously disagree. Four weeks until Christmas. And, and it's like, Anyone think that's forever? Just want it to be here? Lots to do. All the parents are like, no, it can take longer. But when I was a kid anyway, I I remember this. It just took forever. When's Christmas getting here? And then, you know, anyone open their presents on Christmas Eve? No, I tried in our house and Andrea wouldn't let me do presents on Christmas Eve. I only wanted to do it so we could keep Christmas Day holy. Honest, honest truth. <laughs> but she's mean. So we still have to wait until Christmas morning. In our passage today, Jesus talks about coming back. So we're celebrating Jesus the first time he came today and for this whole month. But Jesus said, I'm coming again. And at Christmas A lot of churches remember that not just Jesus has come, but that he's coming again. And he said something here. He said, now concerning that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. And he said, watch, be alert, for you don't know when the time is coming. It's like a man on a journey who left his house, gave authority to his servants, gave each one his work and commanded the doorkeeper to be alert. Therefore, be alert, since you don't know when the master of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or at the crowing of the rooster or early in the morning. Otherwise, when he comes suddenly, he might find you sleeping. And what I say to you, I say to everyone, be alert. So, you know, Jesus says, be ready. But, you know, something that reminds me, Uh, about Christmas reminds me about Jesus' second coming. So Jesus already come the first time, obviously. But now we've got to wait forever for the celebration of his first coming. But it's like Jesus has taken even longer for his second coming. 
2,000 years ago, nearly, he said, wait, be alert, I'm, I'm, I'm coming. And, and some parts of the Bible say, I'm coming soon. And it's like, oh, Jesus is taking forever, 2,000 years. How much longer do we have to wait? I don't know, maybe it'll be another 2,000 years. I don't have that long. But anyway, that doesn't matter. But the point is, how do we wait? How, when someone is taking their time, how do you wait patiently? I mean, Jesus is saying, I'm coming soon. And any kids, do you ever get with your parents and they're like, you're like, you want to go home? And you're like pulling on their arm. And they say, five more minutes. And you know one of two things. Either your parent is a liar. I wouldn't say that of any parents here. So alternatively, that their watch is broken. Because you know it's not going to be five minutes. Bible says that to God a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. So God gets a pass. But how do we be alert? How do we maintain our enthusiasm for waiting for, for Jesus when it's been so long? And you think, oh, is he really coming back? And what does it mean to be alert anyway? So I've got a question, another question for you is how do we wait for anything? Do you know there's a way to wait? That might sound a bit strange. But think about Christmas again. How do we wait for Christmas? Because we don't just sort of sit back at Christmas time and think, oh, Christmas is coming in four weeks. I don't have to do anything. It'll get here when it gets here. I don't have to worry about that too much. It's not a single parent in the room thinks I don't have to worry about Christmas. Throw out ideas. What are some of the things we do to help us wait really to get ready for Christmas? Because Jesus said, get ready, be prepared. What do we do to get ready for Christmas? Get everything ready. Get all the food ready for Christmas. Make plans for Christmas. What else do we do? Clean the house, <laughs> probably multiple times. Put up a Christmas tree. What else do we do? Advent. Anyone use an Advent calendar? Yeah, you want to. The best ones are with chocolate, of course. What else do we do? Invite friends. Absolutely. Invite friends. Connect with family. Did someone say sing songs? We got Christmas carols. We got special songs just for Christmas. We buy presents. There's a bunch of stuff we do at Christmas time to wait. Waiting isn't just sit back and do nothing. It actually keeps us really busy. And in being that active, that's part of the excitement of Christmas. So Christmas actually, in the, in the church, historical church calendar, this is the beginning of the church liturgical year. Today is is the new year of the liturgical calendar. So the liturgy is sort of all the readings like the Anglicans and Catholics and Orthodox and other churches have uh, and where the year starts because it starts with Jesus coming. And, and it helps us get ready for Christmas and it builds the excitement, it builds the anticipation. You can't ignore it even if you want to. And so as we wait for Jesus and Jesus says, be ready, be alert, be prepared. What are some of the ways then you think we can be, we can wait for Jesus' second coming, even like we wait for the celebration of his first? Sorry, what was that? 
Invite friends. That's a really good one. You know, when someone is excited about something, ever had a friend who's really excited about something and they won't shut up? And it's like, just be quiet. Oh, we know. But, you know, when you're excited about something, you want to tell people, you want to invite. When you've got a party, you want to invite your friends. You want to invite your best friends. So we tell people about Jesus. Jesus is coming. You know, Jesus came and he's coming again. Jesus loves you. He wants you to be part. Because it says, when Jesus comes again, it's going to be a big party. That particular passage didn't. That sounded kind of freaky, some of the readings there. You know, the uh, uh, sun will be darkened and the moon will not shed its light and the stars will fall. But, you know, what that's really saying isn't that literally the sun's going to go out or, or, or the stars are going to fall. It's going to say Jesus coming is going to be so glorious. It, it's going to be like he just blinds out all the other light. But the Bible says it's going to be a big feast, wedding feast of the Lamb. It's going to be a big party. We want people to be part of that. What else do we do while we wait and to help us wait, to be prepared? Well, some of the things we already talked about. We do it every Sunday when we come to church. We sing. We talk about Jesus. We celebrate communion. We pray. We pray to God. We tell God, hurry up. There's all sorts of things. The the way we live, you know, when Jesus comes, the Bible says he's going to come and bring his kingdom and uh, make everything right. And, you know, we start to live. We get ready. Like, we get into a festive mood during Christmas. Either people get a little bit more stressed and just stay away, or else they get into the Christmas spirit. And I'm not going to ask which one you are. But, you know, when, when we're waiting for Christmas, we get into the Christmas spirit. When we're waiting for Jesus to come again, we get into a certain way of living, a certain way of thinking and anticipation. You know, one of the great things about Jesus coming again is he's got this great gift that he wants to bring, his rule, his reign. Uh, you know, all the, the, the Bible talks about the gifts of God the, and um, the, the fruit of the Spirit is one of his gifts, actually. You know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, all that stuff. Does that sound like, a, that's the sort of world I want to live in. I don't know about you. It's not necessarily the world we see all the time. But unlike Andrea not letting me open my presents on Christmas Eve, you know, God lets us start to unwrap some, some of the presents now in anticipation of him coming. And so as as part of being ready, he lets us to unwrap the gift of the Holy Spirit. He's given us his spirit. The the kingdom of God, Jesus said when he walked the first time, he said, be ready because the kingdom of God is near. You know why the kingdom of God was near? Because the king was near. The king was walking the earth. And the kingdom of God is still near because the king is with us. And he pours out his Holy Spirit on us. And let us unwrap these gifts of the Spirit, His love, His joy, His peace. We don't have it fully, of course. We still live in a world that's not quite right because uh, the, the, the King is still waiting to, to come and finish what He started the first time He was here. And that's part of what we wait for. We get to unwrap the gift of fellowship uh, with, with Christians and, and worship and all the good things that he has. So that's a fantastic thing. While we wait, we don't, have to, we don't have to look at the presents under the tree. We can start to unwrap them now, but knowing that it's going to be even better. And so I want to leave you with that. As we wait for Christmas, as we celebrate over the next four weeks, we look forward to Christmas Day and, 
and seeing that final candle lit but how are you waiting for Jesus second coming let's not just be people who celebrate his first coming let's not just be Christmas and Easter Christians but let's look forward to that day of fellowship when we unwrap that ultimate gift and we enter fully into the joy of everything Jesus has for us and if you're here today and you don't really know about that gift we'd love to pray with you and tell you a bit more about that because this is a gift that's open to everyone Christians are just people who have started to unwrap the gift now but God wants to offer that gift of life to you because that's why Jesus came the first time is so that we can have life God's life in us and get ready for his second coming when he fully establishes his rule, his reign, his kingdom on earth. So if you'd like to know more about that, I want to invite you to come and talk to me after the service. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the gift you've given us. We thank you for the gift of your son that we celebrate at this time of the year. And I pray that we as your people will be a people who watch and wait and are ready and that our waiting won't be, well, maybe we are a bit impatient, but Father, that we won't be passive. We won't just sit back and uh, start to forget. But Lord, that we'll lean in to the future you have for us, that we'll start to live out the reality of heaven on earth now through your spirit as we celebrate Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, Ephraim.